Thank you for tuning in. This is a Normal Human Radio podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Normal Human Rewatch. Today, we will be diving into the 19th and penultimate episode of Season 1 of Avatar The Last Airbender. The Siege of the North, Part 1. It's a great episode. Jack, how you doing? <laughs> Is it? Yeah, it's good. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah, after our last episode, we now open with a Paku lesson, where Katara has taken a quick adeption for waterbending, handily defeating her opponent. And we cut to the rest of the students, with the exception of Aang, and they're just lined up in defeat. That You know, some got snow in their ears, some got bruises on their face and she just absolutely Master, donks on these kids she's like she's like oh what's that you think i'm gonna do a crossover how about crossover into a euro step layup <laughs> didn't know katara was fucking dark uh that, that's a little more like Kristaps or james right. harden i said i don't want to get into too much of a breakdown of eastern european basketball players but <laughs> Um, Master Paku remarks at this that Katara is progressing and has part far. <laughs> Master Paku remarks <laughs> that Katara is progressing and has progressed far past his other students, and that her hard work is paid off in a way that raw talent cannot. And at this, we get to glance over at Aang, who is playing with Momo, prompting Paku to ask if he would like to spar Katara, as only a master would have time to play with a pet during one of his lessons. Aang very innocently replies that while he wouldn't consider himself a master, he has picked up a few cool tricks, waterbending the snow around him to form himself into a snowman. Yeah. Uh, Vintage fails shit to impress, from my guy. But, hey, he's just a kid and his life is unfair. It's a nightmare, but, you know. Not yet, but he's living <laughs> a good life. Back over with our main guy, Sokka. We find him again with Princess Yue. Classic. Doing an activity. Sokka and Yue you know, share their feelings on their own cultures and differences between them. At one point citing that, you know, there's no palaces in the Southern Water Tribe. Uh, Yue and Sokka, you know, get a little intimate here, but before anything can happen, Yue pulls away citing that they are wrong for doing what they're doing. Um, Sokka, undeterred and unshaken by this, expresses that they are in fact just friends, but he does have somebody that he'd like Princess Yue to meet. Yue and Sokka approach Appa, who is all too happy to see Sokka as he prepares to take off. Sokka gives a cool and collected, and might I say handsome, yip-yip. Dude, it ha- it's dripping with sauce. It, it's, it's got the sauce. It's, it's, it's got the lemon pepper wet the if you're from Atlanta. It's got the boom sauce, which I think is like a Washington, D.C. staple. I, I might be wrong on that, but hey, who cares? It's Washington. In all by this, Yue remarks how cold it is, moving in closer Sokka. And can I say, for someone in the North Pole to be complaining about how cold it is, I'm a little con- confused. They're not you know what, atmospherically Josh? high, but... You know what? But I think that's Yue, who's a little bit like... I think it might less... be a bit. Oh! Do you think she was doing a bit, or do you think she was trying to get a bit? <laughs> that's That's not for me to say. <laughs> that's between them and god 
<laughs> you mean the spirits. The moon that's between them and the moon spirit. What you do under the moon steer, spirit stays between the moon spirit. <laughs> Um, they nearly share another passionate moment. Um, however, they both pull away, but Sokka seems to grow quite concerned when gray snow starts to fall from the sky. Back down in the Northern water tribe, the experience is much the same. Momo ends up eating one of the particles only to immediately cough it out. The citizens look in wonder and Sokka recognizes it as soot. Is it soot or suit? Soot. Soot mixed with snow. A sign of the Fire Nation's naval ships approaching. On the horizon, past clouds of noxious smoke, Fire Navy ships sail. Admiral Zhao is at the helm. God, Admiral this is Zhao. When, uh, this Forgot is when about Admiral him. Zhao turns to General Iroh, uh, who, who is proclaimed as General Iroh in this sense, not just Iroh or Uncle Iroh, that they are going to be writing history as they're going to be taking out the last of the Water Tribe. Um, at least of their civilized world. However, Iroh is quick to warn Admiral Zhao that history is not always kind, but Zhao very condescendingly is like, listen, this is not going to be like your legendary failure at Ba Sing Se. And Iroh very ominously tells Zhao that for Zhao's sake, he hopes not. Um, they prepare for their first strike, and Iroh departs, finding Zuko... Who survived the explosion just barely? Yeah. He's cut up. He's beat up Um, pretty bad. He's described as a a guard with uh, one of the white skull face masks in the bottom of the ship. And Iroh informs him, you know, we're going to be landing soon. Um, Giving Zuko time to prepare a plan. Yeah, that means you got to skedaddle. Yeah, you got to go. Got to get stepping. Um, a large drum adorned with the water tribes insignia is beaten back in the northern water tribe as citizens uh, go to their you know town hall, palace, uh, whatever have you. As Sokka and Yue head up the steps, Yue quickly stops Sokka and is like, listen, we can't see each other anymore. You make me confused. I'm engaged, but I like you more than a friend. I just want to breathe that in. A hard letdown for our boy. Yeah. Pour one out for Sokka. Um, I do not. I, I only have a latte to pull out, pour out right now, and I don't. It was kind of expensive. <laughs> All right. It's fair. It's fair. So I'm not going to pour it out. I have like a gallon of water here, so I'll just, just, a, just, just a, a splash. A splash out for our boy. Um, in, in the meeting place, Arnuk tells the citizens that, you know, he can't, he can't put it lightly. They're about to go into battle, and there's likely going to be death. He asks for the ocean and moon spirits to be with them, and then he asks for volunteers to go on a very dangerous and secret mission. The first to volunteer is Sokka. King shit. The chief marks his forehead, um, and ua holds back tears as ang and katara kind of look on knowing that they can't stop Sokka, but wishing he didn't do uh we cut to outside where ang is patiently waiting looking out to the ocean as our nuke comes up to him and brings up you know how it's unbearable to wait in the calm before the storm or the stillness before ang admits that you know while he wasn't with his people when they perished 
He plans to make a difference now. The first fireball is launched, striking the center of the Northern Water Tribe emblem on the outer wall, and the force alone collapses part of the wall and sends many soldiers flying, including Katara and Sokka. The second fireball lands in the heart of the city, and the third begins to approach as Aang mounts Appa and flies out to face the Fire Nation Navy on his own. More fireballs are launched as Aang approaches, and he manages to deflect one, leaping off Appa, expanding his glider, and going into one of the ships, and begins disabling fire catapults. It's really sick. It's a really sick sequence from just like the from the first launch of one of the fireballs through ang does this sick hammer move if if this was ssx tricky it'd be a so so sick trick a so so sick trick for sure for sure very very cool scene uh he does get in danger once which is with the uh hammers the hammer guy but appa saves him yeah king appa i mean is there anything else to say Uh, he's he's the goat um as ang continues fighting on his own terms uh the arnuk addresses all the volunteers and saying listen we're gonna be sending you guys on an infiltration mission disguised as fire nation navy soldiers and he presents a character named han in a uniform a fire nation uniform which Sokka cackles at what a chump he's like look at this chump and look at this chump as uniform fire nation navy people don't wear this anymore I have to deal with these guys on the reg. I'm with the Avatar, bro. Um, They kind of, you know, go back and forth, but Arnuk instructs them to show each other respect and that Sokka should be, um, should be trusted in this matter. But then he says to Han that he expects nothing less from his future sh- son-in-law. Sokka's like, whoa, 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 whoa. You're telling me my girl, my girl, Princess Yue. The girl who feels the same way about uh, love as I do is gonna marry this chump. He's a, he's a straight up fucking goon. He he is such a goon. Um, but as as night begins, Iroh does advise Zhao. You can't keep attacking. The waterbenders draw a significant amount of their strength from the moon. And Zhao seems aware of this problem, saying that he has a plan, or he's working on a solution. Uh, Aang returning to the Northern Water Tribe is very frustrated because, you know, he was only able to take out about a dozen ships, but there's just a whole fleet there. He can't do anything. Well, Josh, you counted. There's 50. I did count 50 Fire Nation ships. So, I mean... Five days of battle, or four really good days of battle, and Aang could have done it. I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, <laughs> but but a how, possibility. How how crazy powerful is this Airbender's raw talent that in one day he dismantles nearly a quarter of an attack force? It, it's impressive to me. Yeah, it is a lot of raw talent, but uh, is the decision making there? I put on those my best uh. sports analyst impression um deep in deep underneath zhao's ship zuko is um is now without a fire nation uniform and preparing for a solo journey into the northern water tribe 
Iroh expresses his concern uh, for Zuko, <laughs> saying that he sees Zuko as his only son, and that's the only reason he nags him. What a touching moment. It really is. It really is. So sweet. Uh, back in the uh, Water Tribe secret mission room, Han is being very arrogant and insults Sokka. Sokka ends up attacking him, and then uh, Chief Arnook pulls him apart. What a fucking Sokka he's removed from the mission. Back with Zuko, he maneuvers his uh, canoe, or whatever small boat name would be appropriate. <laughs> that wouldn't, uh, if I recall, it, it may be a kayak, but we'll, I'll, I'll review the tape. It's a kayak? I'll review the tape. Ooh. Um, he makes his way to the outer wall of the Water Tribe, where he notices turtle seals diving into openings, and he's like, listen, these guys gotta be coming up for air somewhere. Zuko takes a deep breath and dives in. As the full moon hangs in the sky, uh, UA informs Aang of Katara that the moon taught people had a waterbend as they observed it push and pull the ocean ang uh inspired by this says that the spirits might be able to help him so he and katara try to figure out how to contact them ua then leading them to the spirit oasis a beautiful green garden that shows warmth in the middle of this tundra uh, with two koi fish circling each other in the uh actual oasis my guy ang is all about that grass Mm -hmm. uh momo does try to eat one of the um one of the spirits turns out one is the moon spirit one is the ocean spirit yeah you don't want to eat that uh zuko ends up finding an underground cave and he uses the breath of fire technique uncle iroh did say hey yeah use it um, in a survival situation, and begins to work his way up another opening with rushing water. For a 16-year-old, insane. A great lung capacity. Could not relate. Um, Aang begins to meditate, but is interrupted by Katara and Yue's conversation. <laughs> um, but as he focuses on the koi fish, they become yin and yang, and he is able to enter the spirit world. Uh, Katara... Tells Yue, who is concerned about this, that she can protect Aang. And that very moment, Zuko walks in. Not what you want. No. Yue uh, runs to get help, but uh, Katara and Zuko duel. Um, Katara's skill level greatly increased since the last time they fought. But he is encased in ice as Katara does have the upper hand during the night. Um, however, when the sun rises, Zuko's firebending strength increases, and he manages to get his way out, knocking her unconscious and taking Aang's body as he uh, flees further north. In the meantime, Fire Nation ships are able to break the outer wall, and soldiers rush in. Zhao states that the city's going to fall to get, fall today. Uh, Katara ends up regaining consciousness when Sokka and Yue uh, arrive on Appa, and they tell them that Zuko has Aang and they head north to find him um ang who is in the spirit world is pretty much helpless at this point and that is where we end part one ang with zuko captured unable to defend himself 
Katara, Sokka, Yue, and Appa going after them. Momo chilling at the Spirit Oasis. Classic and Momo. The Fire Nation with Admiral Zhao and General Iroh preparing a full out assault of the Northern Water Tribe. It's good, what a cliffhanger. great episode! Yeah, it's it's really good. Uh, did you have anything you know big to bring up here? Um, see, I'm I'm looking at my notes. We pretty much hit everything I have written down. Um, I just think that a lot of the there's a lot of like very small subplots that are going on mm-hmm. that all work very well into this episode. I mean, even like because you have like uh, Sokka and UA will they won't they sort of deal going on you have Sokka then having to work with the guy that ua is gonna marry you have all Mm. this setup of the spirits and stuff like that that'll come into play in the next episode you just there's a lot of little things that are impacting the main story and not taking away from it um yeah so this is actually um I, when they originally did this, this was done as one full episode that was broken into two parts. Yeah. Um, and it seems like almost the perfect way to end season one. Uh, each season is broken up into, you know, th- a book. So book one is water, book two is earth, and book three is fire. Um, a lot of waterbending has been going on in this season uh, because it's Aang's attempt to master this element. And then he's going to move on to earth in the next book and subsequently fire before he's ready to take on the fire lord uh ang also jokingly suggests in this episode that the spirits will unleash a crazy amazing spirit attack on the fire nation uh which might be foreshadowing huh it might be um and during Sokka being marked to join the mission uh which is the same mark that bato gave Sokka, katara and ang in bato of the water tribe yeah uh, the instrumental version of Four Seasons is played in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, and Arnook says that, you know, some of the faces are not going to be with the tribe forever. Uh, there were three faces that were shown. Yue, Paku, and Han. Um, and we'll touch on this in the next episode. Yeah. Are they going to die? Maybe. Find out next week. Or tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, find- yeah tomorrow. Um, Hold on, this episode 19 will be coming out on, on a, a Wednesday. Tuesday. Yeah, never mind. Yep, you're right, Tuesday. <laughs> All right. Guys, thank you so much for listening. If I only you're schedule. listening on iTunes, uh, feel free to leave us a five-star review. As soon as I read them, I will read out your comment on uh, the whatever episode we're recording at the time. Um, but if you aren't any are listening to this on either youtube or spotify like following subscribing any of that really helps us out but honestly we just appreciate the listen trying to get this out there um if you want to see more of what's going on in our life and how much we actually bully each other you can follow jack at jdolls127 on twitter you can follow me at king sendo that is k-i-n-g-c-e-n-d-o all one word and if you want to see uh what's going on you can follow at radio underscore normal um which there's gonna be giveaways every monday and friday it might just be a couple bucks here and there on venmo but hey it's free it's free money guys again thank you so much for listening uh we will be diving into the siege of the north part two in the next episode and as always peace